Welcome to the Random Tea Random Movies Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today, our first podcast in the feed, we are going to talk about Kingsman, The Secret Service. Yay! I fucking love this movie. I do love this movie. Oh my gosh, like so much. <laughs> it's a great movie. I forgot how much I love this movie until I started rewatching it. Yeah. And I just was blown away by it all over. It was not the movie I expected when we first went to see it. No, no. I, I for some stupid ass reason, expected a much more serious movie. I don't know why. Yeah. I was expecting that, but this was not the movie I expected. Now, you only saw it once in the theaters, right? I did just see it once in the theaters. And I saw it twice you in went the theaters. Back. Oh, that's yeah. right. You went back. Yeah. And um, I, I think I expected it to be more of a James Bond clone than almost a James yeah. Bond send-up. Yeah, it's almost like, I don't want to call it a parody. Because it, it's not really a parody. It's based off of a comic book series that was written in 2012. Right. They started working on the movie before this uh, series was finished. Did they? Yes, I read that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was, really ex- I was really excited about this. I, I wish there were, um, like, whole novels yeah, because I, I, I want more. Yeah, I, I, I do, do too. I want more. I want more history. I want more backstory. I want more backstory on Galahad. I want more back history on the entire organization. Organization. I want some of the other uh, other Kingsman stories. Yeah, yeah. Which it sounds like that they're going to do. Yeah, because from what I've read, because the second movie has been confirmed. Okay. So, um, and I don't know if you know this, but um, when I was reading up on the movie to get ready for this, they launched an entire clothing line. Yeah, they launched the clothing line almost not quite ahead, but yeah, it, uh, yeah, I did, I was reading about that, um, yes, this morning maybe, that they, usually a movie will spin off a clothing line, but this yeah. is the first, this was the first time that the clothing line was concurrent with the movie. Yeah, and it was, it was a big risk for them to actually do that because it was, it was contingent upon the movie being a success. Yeah, and, and I think I read somewhere that they were talking about that a lot of the, the suits and stuff in the movie have Kingsman, they are yes. Kingsman brand suits. Which I thought was really cool. That is kind of cool. I want one. Yeah. <laughs> I want Roxy sort to have of. one so bad. I know. Roxy so should have had one. I yeah. was very upset we didn't get to see her in a suit. I know. Well, and uh, during my rewatch, I was thinking, is that maybe, maybe we missed that. Maybe this is her suit, but we're just not, it doesn't look like a traditional suit. But then later she says, no, I never got one. Yeah. She oh, hadn't gotten oh. hers yet. Yeah. Because she was, uh, she was proposed by, I want to say it was Percival. We only see him for a couple of minutes. Right. Um, after Charlie gets kicked out. And um, so I guess he chose to spend his time, his 24 hours with Roxy a little differently than Harry yeah. did. That's, yeah. But, Who knows? But I fucking love and this movie. And she got in. She did? So yeah. why didn't she have a freaking suit? Just asking. I know. I know. She should have had a suit. Well, Boy, did it, we jump to the end of the movie real fast. We did. <laughs> I I, uh, I was under no illusions that this podcast would have any kind of uh, structure. <laughs> structure? What is structure? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I really, really enjoyed this movie. And just, the more I read about it, um, there are so many fun fun little facts. Like yeah. the, the glasses that they wear. Mm-hmm. Um, that was from a spy movie that Michael Caine was in, like, way back in the day. Okay. That exact, like, kind of glasses. Cool. So, and, you know, Michael Caine was uh, Arthur. Yes. So, I, I just... 
I, every little bit I read about this, this was really lovingly done. Yes, it was. E- even when they kind of poke fun at the genre, like when they make, like when uh, Valentine and Harry kind of make fun of the Bond movies. They do. Um, I think it was lovingly done. I don't think it was done in a way that was insulting. No, it wasn't. It was just enough. It wasn't over the top. It wasn't, you know, you didn't miss it. Yeah. It was, I liked it. I did too. So, um, what do you, who, I guess, let's go into who is your favorite character. Do you have a favorite character? It's going to have to be, uh, Gary Hart. Harry? Galahad, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, man, he blew me away. I loved him in this. And after seeing it and looking into it a little bit, finding out that, um, Colin Firth. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, okay, I knew I was going to say it wrong. (laughs) Um, when I found out that he worked out for Three months, three or six months. Mm-hmm. Six it, was, months. it was a long time. It was a long time. Several, several. It was a long months. damn time. And he did eighty percent. Yes. Of his own stunts. And when I went back and did the rewatch, I was knowing that he actually did that much of it. I was just, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? And uh, <laughs> him and the director Matthew Vaughn, they agreed that if he couldn't make the church scene mm-hmm. look believable, then they would kind of part ways. Yeah. Um, because they figured if he couldn't pull that off, then he couldn't pull... Then he couldn't pull the character off. Right. right. And my God, did they do such that a great job. That was one of my favorites. That free bird will never be the same to me again. I know! And being from the South, mm-hmm. free bird is a large part of, you know, growing up down here. That's practically a religion down Scared. here. That's That in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Um, even if you're from Georgia, Sweet Home Alabama, is, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Skinner! So, um... Yeah, the Freebird. And they, they use, it's just the um, the guitar yeah. section. I don't want to call it a solo because it's not a solo. Yeah, it's not the whole song. Just that one bit that they used. And My God, crazy. is it good. I didn't realize until I was looking. When I, and I guess it kind of makes sense. They actually cut that scene in several um, countries. Yeah, I, I read that too. Countries. I was like, really? That whole that scene. That scene made the movie. I know. It was, oh my God, it was so brilliantly done. I was... And, you know, I, I know a lot of people were like, oh, my God, it was too much violence. But... Too much violence? Yeah. There was no freaking blood anywhere. There was a little bit, but yeah, it was, was it bit, was but... not as bloody as, like, a Tarantino movie would have been. No. In that, if he would have done that exact same scene... Buckets. Buckets. He would have had to switch to black and white <laughs> at some point. Of course, Mark Gatiss would have complained about how bad the blood was done. Yeah. But, you know, I just... I, I, re- I thought that scene was so beautifully it done. It was so well choreographed. Because I remember seeing that and thinking, holy shit, Colin Firth, what have you been doing? I know. Because, oh my God, I, I didn't... And where do I sign up? Because I was excited to see him in this movie, but I, I guess I didn't think it was going to be super action-y for him. No. Um, I thought, like, the um, Taron who played Eggsy, I, th- I guess, from the previews, I guess I thought he was going to Because he do- beefed up, too. Yeah, I thought he was going to do the heavy lifting yeah. as far as the action stuff, but man. Because I think I read somewhere today that he beefed up to, like, 194 pounds. He got down to, like, 5% body <clears throat> fat. Yeah, he was 194 pounds and 5% body fat. Yeah. And he's, like, and it is immortalized on the screen. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't even care if he never gets back into that shape ever again. But he said he would do it again. Oh, absolutely. For more movies. He would do he it in a Well, no. So, um, I guess a question I have for you now that, now that we have uh, a second movie confirmed, do you think they're going to bring Harry back? 
I want them to. I do too. <laughs> whether or not they will. But I'm to the point where I will accept any hackneyed explanation for him coming back too. Uh, yeah, I know. It will not take much and I'll be like, okay, Some I Some bad stitch that. work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I As much as I want him to come back, I don't think they will bring him back. What I would want in a second movie. Is a prequel. Would be a different Kingsman. Yeah. Don't even try to bring back the same storyline. Mm-hmm. Bring in um, Percival. Yeah. Bring in any of the any others. of the other knights who yeah. completely have escaped my brain because all I can think of is Lancelot. Well, no, Lancelot died in this one. Well, Roxy's Lancelot now. Well, she is Lancelot, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I would even really be interested in just a movie about her. No, I, I want I want organization yeah, stuff. Yeah, I want bigger stuff. Yeah. I want to expand it. And if you think about it, if they go around all the different nights, that's a whole huge movie series right there. You, oh, yeah. There's so so much to work with at this point. Yeah. If they take the first movie and it's, you know, Harry and Eggsy and Roxy, and they take a second movie and they try to make it about one of those same characters, mm-hmm. then they're compacting themselves and writing themselves into a corner. Yeah. Which I think is what they're going to do because I'm pretty sure Taryn's going to be in the in the second one, at least. And I'm assuming they're going to have. Um, yeah. I think her name is Sophie um, Cookson. I think um, is Roxy. I think they're going to have. I don't. I don't know that they've really confirmed a cast, but I'm just assuming. Um, and based on what Exy said at the very end, um, I know a guy that just took over a tailor shop. Are we to assume that Merlin is now in charge of Kingsman? Ooh. Or have they picked a new Arthur? I don't know how, like, in their hierarchy that works if, like, he can be Merlin and Arthur. I don't know. But or if, somebody's got to be Arthur. Yeah. And somebody has to be Merlin, too. Yeah. But he was such a good Merlin. I know. I'm, oh, I love Mark Strong. I, like, I think I was I was texting you while I was watching the scene. Uh, there was the scene where their, uh, uh, Harry had just been blown up and he's sitting in the in the hospital suite. It's not actually the hospital, but, you know, the yeah. room. And Eggsy's in there, Merlin's in there, and they're looking at um, what had happened. It's, oh, you blew his head up. Yeah. And they keep taking the clipboard away from him. <laughs> he follows and it with it, his eyes, it's, too. And it's speaking to his acting skills that he's just like, I just want the clipboard. Give yeah. me my, my clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. That was, that was, he was one of my, well, Harry, I'd have to say he is my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Merlin is right there with him. Oh, I know. I thought I thought Mark did such a great job with Merlin, and he made him so crotchety, but also funny. Yeah. And uh, and and at the same time, he was very encouraging. He was a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Although he didn't take any shit, though. No, either. he did not. <laughs> but I loved how, like, he particularly in the skydiving scene when he's like, you know, if you die, but you meet oh, the yeah. mark. Know that I'll be very impressed. Oh, but I'll be very impressed. And he's yeah. sitting there like drinking his tea, and you know, oh, no. I just I really liked it. Well, this and the, and that speaking of that scene, that was a really high pressure, high anxiety scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it speaks to the director's choices that Merlin goes to set his his mug on the table, and it slips and falls and hits the ground, and that shows you how anxious Merlin has gotten. Yeah. And it made this it made the scene that much more anxiety ridden. I can't get away from the word anxiety. <laughs> yeah, because he does he starts out very cool and calm. Like I'm sure this is a standard exercise. Oh yeah. For trainees. Oh I'm sure well they haven't 
done this in 17 years. It's true. Yeah, and so... Was I, Merlin doing it back then? I don't know. I was thinking about it, and I thought, well, how do you... I mean, do you have to just wait until the selection process starts to design your tests, or do you try to keep the tests current so at any point in time? Because, I mean, Arthur gave them, like, a day and a half to come up with recruits. Well, yeah, and... So they had to be ready to train them. And I'm sure that our current Kingsman agents have to stay in tip-top shape and have to remain Oh, that's current. true. They may have to do, you know, other I mean, training. sure you learned how to skydive 10 years ago. You kind of have to keep that going. That's true. And with new equipment and new what tactics. If there's, and what new... if there's like a yearly retreat where Merlin has to put them, <laughs> put them through their paces again? Oh, poor Merlin. <laughs> that poor guy. He has to put up with so much shit. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, but he does. Yeah. Yeah. That's so bad. Um, what did you think of Michael Caine? I was... I th- I liked Michael Caine in this. I like Michael Caine in almost anything, though. I do, too. I was a little disappointed in the character, though. And I think it probably had to do with that there wasn't a whole lot for him to work with. Yeah, because he... I mean, if you think about it, he wasn't in it much. He he really wasn't. And I was looking forward to Michael, because I mm-hmm. adore Michael Caine, like yeah. you said, in anything. Um, but it, I kind of felt his character was a little lacking in... Like, I didn't... F- Depth? Uh, yeah. He seemed kind of two-dimensional. But there, like you said, there wasn't a lot there for him to work with. One thing I really like, though, is... Um, I don't know if you noticed at the end, because I noticed it on the first watch in the theaters, when... Um, He's activated the poison and essentially killed himself. Mm-hmm. He slips, that was a well-acted scene. He slips back into his Cockney accent. Did he? I didn't notice. He was like, you fucking prick. <laughs> and, you know, he had been really proper the whole rest of the That's movie. That's true. And, you I know, bet that was a choice, though. I, I bet think that it was. On purpose. So, I mean, that kind of leads me to believe that Arthur wasn't this big silver spoon up his ass guy yeah. to begin with well speaking of accents yeah did you know that merlin was originally supposed to have a welsh accent i read that yeah and but mark strong could not pull it off so... <laughs> which is funny because taryn is welsh yeah um and i think he did an awesome job with the chav accent he did to the point that i and unfortunately, during my rewatch, I did not have closed captioning. Oh, you and were when like, we saw what? it in the theater, when we saw it in the theater, I did not have closed captioning. Yeah, and I have to watch movies with closed. I have to watch anything with closed captioning. Yeah. I can't not. And his accent, I feel like there's stuff I missed. It's pretty interesting because they, and the, I've been watching it on Amazon, um, like almost nonstop since last weekend when we decided <laughs> we were going to do this, and um. It, you know, it spells, like, things phonetically, like, bruv, and... Uh, really, does yeah. it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yes! In it, and... In it? In, in it, and, uh, yeah, That's it's really dancing, fun. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's really cool. Okay, I'm gonna have to get a... Find a better place to watch it. Because, and, you know, I, we're American, so I know I'm not a, an authority on... <laughs> Br- and any part of British culture, but as far as, like, that kind of chav you know, kind of street London yeah. uh, type of, of speech. I'm familiar with it because of Catherine Tate and her, I think it's Lauren Cooper. Oh, okay. And she's got this whole series and it is hilarious. It was from her sketch show. Okay. And she's got that, that like, in it, yeah, mm-hmm, kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. And I just, I find that hilarious. I just know what people tell me. <laughs> But yeah, I, I really, I thought everybody did a really great job with, and um, did you read that uh, Sam Jackson d- 
decided to do to do the lisp it on was, a whim. It was his decision to do that. He did yeah. the. Um, was it his? It wasn't his audition. It was the first take. It was the first take. He just threw it in there, mm-hmm. and he explained that he originally did have a lisp. He yeah. himself did, and he just kind of threw it in there, and they liked it. Yeah, it kind of uh, added an over the top. Well, and it, it's a callback to the James Bond villains. Yeah, if you remember. Yeah, uh, I am a Roger Moore James Bond girl. Really? Beca- yes, because. The, he started running. Uh, he started playing James Bond in the seventies, and that was when that's, you came up. That was when I w- was growing up, and that was the James Bonds that were out and were new. So that's what I knew. Yeah. See, I knew um, when I was first like even aware of James Bond. It was when Pierce Brosnan got cast, and I remember watching those movies and thinking, eh. "See, I remember when everybody wanted." Pierce Brosnan to be cast, and they cast somebody else instead. Between Roger Moore, it was like Timothy Dalton. Yeah, it was somebody else. It was not. But I think the, it was Timothy Dalton before but, it was. Yeah, Pierce. That everybody wanted because I remember the 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 big media brouhaha about everybody wanted him. He yeah. would be perfect to play this James Bond. Play this. You know, we want Pierce Brosnan. We want Pierce Brosnan. He was on. Um, oh, Mrs. King and the Scarecrow. No. no. I, I kind of know what you're talking about, oh. though. You're going to have to look it up. Yeah, I'm going to have to look it up. But uh, (laughs) I used to watch that show. Yeah, I was so disappointed, though, with Pierce Brosnan's run. I thought it was just kind of... A lot of people were, but everybody wanted him. Yeah. But he I just don't think they did a good job with him. I think he was fine. I think the writing was bad. Yeah, and the villains and even the Bond girls were just like, eh, I didn't really care. Yeah. Um, But for me, it's Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. I love Daniel yeah. Craig's Bond. I think it's great. And plus, I love his Q, too, which which Merlin reminded me a lot of Q. Yeah. Like I an older, crankier that. Q. Yeah, I have a lot of people look at me funny when I say Roger Moore as my James Bond because he was really not... Remington Steel. Sorry. Uh, Remington, Remington Steel. Remington okay. Steel. Because I used to watch Remington Steel. Back, back in the day. In the, yeah, I'm totally aging myself. <laughs> but Roger Moore was what was new. Yeah. It was the new movies that were coming out, and it's what everybody was talking about. So he's who I always think of when I think of Roger Moore. Now, if you ask yeah. my mother, it's going to be Sean Connery. Yeah. So Sean Connery's the best classic Bond, but it's really funny because, you know, all, all this kind of cool trivia stuff was coming up as I was reading up about Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot, of, a lot people, of people were resistant to Connery because there's he's this Scottish guy, and they had to kind of put him oh, in gentleman to, boot camp they had yeah the, i was that's what i was about to say they had to teach him how to act yeah like james bond yeah which is which is kind of cool and also when they brought roger moore aboard roger moore aboard <laughs> don't don't ever have to say that again <laughs> it was terrible <laughs> god i never want to say that again they completely changed up the james bond character he didn't drink martinis really mm-hmm what did he drink? Whiskey? Oh, that's blasphemy. I know, but they totally changed him up because of the difference in characters. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at if you look at what they did with Craig, um they I mean, at one point somebody asks him um about his martini preference or whatever and he just mm-hmm. looks at him like, "Do I look like I care?" Yes. And so, I mean, they kind of made him a little bit more irreverent um in the past cuz I guess with every iteration they don't want to try to go back and redo what's already been done. Because well, we've sure. seen that. And he's a completely different actor. Yeah. 
but like he smoked uh, cigars instead of cigarettes. Okay. Was another difference. So they changed up a lot of little details like that. Yeah. That I guess if, unless you were a diehard and uh, a diehard James Bond fan, you wouldn't really pick up on. Also in like his, you know, the opening sequence with the the bullseye. The dern, bullseye, dern, 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 dern. Yeah. yeah, and then there's the, the circle. And yeah, the target or whatever him. that follows Yeah, him. and he's holding the gun. Roger Moore was the only one to use two hands uh, or something. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. Alright, Roger Moore was James Bond. But yeah, I, I, I kind of look at like Kingsman as like a modern love letter to those kind of movies. In a sense. Because it did update a lot of the stuff and it turned some of the exactly. stuff on its head. It did. It brought it up to a modern day type world, which I really did appreciate. Because I was so, because walking into it, I was really excited to see Roxy. I was really excited to see Gazelle even. You know what I was really excited about? Hmm. When they brought, they introduced the recruits and there were two women in there yes. and nothing was said about it. No, nothing was said. and About um, how it being odd to have a woman in as a recruit. Nothing was said about it and I appreciate it. Even by that. the ass holes like charlie not a word um but it was I, just not even and the, the whole time i was watching it the first time we saw it in the theater the whole time i'm going please don't let roxy be a love interest please and she don't was let not and she wasn't giselle wasn't either no neither um, one of them were and both were damn good and competent at their jobs and Absolutely. honestly roxy would have been the one to go into the compound at the end mm -hmm. but she wasn't a man so she couldn't impersonate arthur that was the only only reason well, sure. Eggsy went in instead of yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. Of course, it did it did didn't hurt the fact that her previous writing or history of not liking heights and whatnot right. really did kind of help. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't. She couldn't impersonate Arthur. But the fact that they, I kept waiting for them. They never made. I am going to complete a sentence any minute now. <laughs> I kept, waiting, really <laughs> I kept waiting for them to say something about it, waiting for them to make some sort of exception or accommodation or whatnot. Yeah, because she slept in the same bunk as them. Yes, she did. She um, did the exact same test, the, the exact same training. were out in the open. Okay, now that really bothered me. That bothered me, not from a gender standpoint, but from a, but I, from don't, a I don't want people watching me pee. That's, that, <laughs> yeah. Cause I was, that's what I was, and it's, and the showers are all mm -hmm. wide open and I'm like, it's not a matter of, I, you know, it's a privacy issue. Yeah. It's not a gender thing. It's, no. Yeah. It's, I, mm -mm, this yeah. is my bits. But I, it's almost mili kind of militaristic it is. because, but you no know. But no accommodations were made. For them being. For them being women. Yeah. Although I did hate that the first one that got kicked out was a woman. Yeah. But it turns but. out she was a plant in the first place. Was she a plant? Yeah, she was a plant. That's the one at the end where... Um, I know they mentioned the that she's actually working at another... I knew she yeah. was... They said she wasn't dead. Yeah, she. they said she's. she works in their tech department in Berlin. She was a plant. Probably to... But wouldn't to, they have to have... The, they were supposed to have one recruit per... Who knows Kingsman, how many nights though. there are. There's one for each of the round table. Yeah, but... Okay, so... I'm gonna have to count. Yeah. Because they're sitting at the table and they're drinking their toast to Lancelot. There has to be one recruit per, including Arthur. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the recruits don't know that. Okay. Who, how I'm are have to do some counting. Yeah, how are they to know that, check on that there's that. an extra person stuck in there? Because she was purely... What I took it as, she was purely put in there for the first test to pretend to be dead, to hit home the lesson of teamwork. That's true. So I think I think that was purely just to to show a lesson, especially because I think it was funny because, um, you know, she was one of the ones saying, "Oh no, the body bag that we're having to fill our fill our stuff out now, on is 
that's and that's not... where and that's where I was getting tense was right when they first introduced each other that both of the women are going up to Exy and making nice and I was yeah. like oh no yeah. here it comes here yeah. here it comes I and think it never I, came I think half this movie I was sitting there with you know waiting for the other shoe to drop on on the gender thing mm-hmm. I was waiting for Roxy to get all moony eyed over him or or something. And it didn't happen, and it was so nice to see. And that's sad that we kept having to look for that. Yeah, that just hurts my heart. But I know it is what it is. But it, but it, that was really cool. And and the fact that like Roxy had fears, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't seen as like oh nobody at not even Charlie said it's because you're a woman. No. Or whatever, no, whatever. No, there was never. The fact that she was a woman was never, ever even mentioned. Yep. She, it, she just was. And she overcame all that shit. Yeah, she did. She went in the damn outer atmosphere, for God's sake. Yeah, she did. She did it. Yeah. She did. And got down and called mom. I know. Which, that was a that scene was hard to watch. Yeah, I know. My mom uh, saw it, and she told me that she really struggled with that scene That's as a, a mom. T- yeah. I, I'm a mom, yeah. as my listeners should probably know by now, because I talk about it a lot. Um, and so, as a mom, that is, that is, oh, oh that yeah. was so hard to see. And I think that was one of my, uh, one of the few issues I had with this, was at the end when Eggsy is with the princess, I didn't mind the anal sex joke, whatever, don't care. Which is, in fact, cut out of the, um, it was in the theatrical release in the United yes. States, but it was cut out of the Blu-ray release. Uh, but it was in the Amazon release. It is in the Amazon is, release. It, it is was in the not Amazon. in the version I saw. Right. It was not in the Blu-ray one. It was the Blu-ray one. version. Um, apparently, there was a lot of brouhaha about it. But one of the only thing I didn't like about that was the staging of it. At this point, he hasn't confirmed that his mom and sister are okay. Ooh, All good he knows point. is he shut down Valentine's machine. Right. So. Ooh. Good yeah, point. that was that was really my only issue with with the way that ended. Yeah, and and you and I have a have a mutual friend who pitched a huge fit. Yes, yes, and that's fine. I mean, people got offended by it. Um, although I didn't really think about it. It didn't until bother after. me. No, it didn't really bother me. Um, I I just thought it was a because and when I read it was it was kind of like um. It was taking it a step further than some of the old Bond movies. Yeah. Um, because some of the old Bond movies had... Which was what he said right. from what I've read. That's what he was trying to make a nod back to. Right. It, where they end it with Bond is going to do some kind of cheeky sexual right. thing that yeah. you're going to get cut off right away and you're not yeah. you're not going to see it. But we all know. Yeah. I think like landing is confirmed or docking yeah, or something read about like that. Yeah. There was some kind of a reference. So There's I mean, always a reference. I think it was just taking it a step further than we've seen it. In yeah. The, I think in hindsight it was too much. Yeah. I mean, I, it didn't bother me. It was just... At, you know that whole point and and the fact somebody brought up something i read that it was like um what what motivates a fucking princess to do that yeah you know because it all yeah. it almost felt like a we knew nothing trade about- for sexual favors yeah. like save the world and we'll totally get it on and it, it yeah, didn't I feel don't. organic or anything no so i mean the joke itself i didn't mind right but eh. well earlier they when they when the princess is first there, she is so, she stands up for herself. She's very um, self-aware. She's mm-hmm. very, 
very vocal very with Valentine vocal. that she's not going to yeah. ever agree with him. Yeah, and then there's a complete 360 in her character at the end of that movie, mm-hmm. and it was out of character from the character they introduced before. Yeah. Sure, things will happen to you when you're locked in a cell and yeah. the world's ending or what, not sure, but that just still doesn't... In hindsight, yeah. I just was like, what? Yeah, and he had just gone through this massive fight, and... And like you said, he didn't check to see if anybody else was okay. No. Well, he knew Roxy was okay. Because you knew it, you knew at some point there are dead folks because of there this. are so many dead this folks. This did not. I mean, they stopped it before it could reach critical mass. But I mean, it's to walk in and think nobody ended up dead after that. Well, sure. Is naive. Forget the room full of dead people you just left. Yeah, exactly. All the celebrities and everything that had their head, their heads blowed up, and all the stormtrooper wannabes. <laughs> Them running around in those all white suits, all I could think of were stormtroopers. Yeah, be, they shot like stormtroopers. What did. was it when we first saw the movie? I said, "Where did they go? The stormtrooper academy?" Or they something? did. They went to the stormtrooper marksman academy. They missed everything. But I mean, if you go back and you remember when they he first puts his hand on the thing, and it's London is the first place, right? Well, and it's this back shot. And it's obviously staged, but there's one of those double-decker buses, and it goes skidding off to the side. Yeah. It takes out about five or six people right there. Yeah. yeah, thinking purely about, like, people flying planes, people driving vehicles, that kind of thing alone would cause just chaos. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, it, the fact that we kind of, I know we didn't get any of the fallout from that. Right. And I'm sure they'll probably address it in, like, five seconds in the second movie, if, if at all. Yeah, Ugh. but I mean, well, shoot, how all those people that were in that room that got their heads exploded like Fourth of July—that mm-hmm. was, yeah. All, all seriousness aside, that was hilarious. It really was. But I mean, if you think about it, they never overtly said. Room? But we, but we know it was Obama in his shelter. Yeah. So the president, his cabinet. Oh yeah. All these world leaders. Oh yeah. You know, um, billionaires. Yeah. Was are just Trump gone. in there? Oh, God, I, I hope he, I was in there. Was. I mean, then you got the Clintons, and yeah. then you've got, um, oh, boy, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He's got, he still has, he still holds some power <laughs> somewhere. But, I yeah, think. like, like a lot of, even if, uh, you was know. Spielberg in there? <laughs> I don't know. It depends on if Valentine thought he was know. either kidnap worthy or, uh, <laughs> you know, tried to actually convince right. the people. Right. Because the ones, the ones that just got kidnapped and wouldn't agree with him, they were fine. Because they didn't get the chip. My mom will kill me, but I cannot remember who the British Prime Minister is at this very moment. It's um, not Cameron again, is it? I don't know. I can't remember. But, uh... I know it's not Thatcher. I can tell you that much. But you know, he made a point of he visited the royal family. Yes, he visited. And the, he, he said, visited the queen. He, he said it was Obama. a success. So I don't know if the queen got on board. Well, surely the queen's got her own bunker. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but did she get on board or did he kidnap them? Ooh, he they didn't mention anything. He could have kidnapped any of her. Any of kidnapping her, her herself. Yeah, would have been very very difficult. Yeah. Of course, he kidnapped all she kinds of She was in folk. her 80s. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just thinking logistics-wise. Logistics. <laughs> logistics, like UPS. Um, but they but could easily have kidnapped one of the princes. Yeah. One of the boys. Yeah. Direct line, and that would have been enough to convince her to... That's true. Boy, we're talking... We're Now we're getting to conspiracy theories. I know. So. Well, I mean, he, they really made you think about that, because... Well, then you got Russia, Beijing, uh, all the other superpowers. Mm-hmm. And 
by the way, he's right. I could not find a name for the Beijing Secret Service. Because you looked. You know I did. I love that you looked. <laughs> I you had tried. to know. I actually did find a list of intelligent agencies, and it's just, like, everybody else has got stuff. Yeah. That's hilarious. Which, speaking of Russia, that's where the coordinates uh, led. You know, the coordinates that flashed on the screen for Valentine's hideout? Because, of course, that's what I looked up, because I'm a big location oh, nerd. Yeah. Um, it was not in the mountains, the height of the of that particular um, location was like only like three hundred ninety four feet. Really? So it, it was, and it's I didn't like even think to look where the location it's like was. Smack up in the in the middle of the north of Russia, and yeah. So because I of course had to look up the coordinates. You see it enough oh, times, sure. and you're like, damn it, I'm gonna look this shit up. Because I I was trying to think of like because when they leave Kingsman headquarters, they have like less than six hours. To try to stop everything. And I was trying right. to think, like, where... Okay, how did this work? And were they able to fly? Logistics. Yeah, conceivably. And, and I guess they conceivably could in somewhere in Russia. But, yeah. They are the Kingsmen. They've got, uh, That's got those true. planes and whatnot. And, you know, when Merlin's flying it... Did you see him with those stripes on his... All I could think of was Martin Crave <laughs> from Cabin Pressure. <laughs> I'm like, where's the lemon? Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> he had four stripes on them arms. He did. He, was... he had captain's bars. Yeah. He did. Yeah. So I want to know who was flying the plane when he was not flying the plane. Because that plane was flying itself for some part of that It's trip. a fancy Kingsman plane. That's it was, true. you know, autopilot. Autopilot. Yeah. True. true. They can put grenades and shit and you know, they, they can do autopilot. Well, okay. The grenades. Now, let's go back to the scene um, where he's showing Eggsy all the toys. Yes. Which I was all about. I was like, I, I want love one of those. gadgets. I want one of those. Yeah. I know. See, this movie was essentially porn for me because you've got suits, glasses, fighting, gadgets, explosions. Colin Firth. Colin Firth in a suit <laughs> in a with suit glasses with fighting. <laughs> I mean, so this was just like. This was essentially just nothing but porn. Well, manicured hands. <laughs> yes, yes, gentlemen. Oh yeah, oh. it was it was great. Yeah, but in that same scene, um, they show all these gadgets and and they've reinvented the pen and mm -hmm. the the lighters and the shoes and they've totally redone. Oh, back in the day, it used to have a phone in it. Well, and he turns and he sees these these um, what are obviously iPads and iPhones. Yeah, they're tablets uh, and they're stuff. They're tab. They're just oh, they're just they don't say them, but but you know, they're, yeah, they're they're Apple products. He's like, oh, technology's caught up with those. Yeah, that was that was just priceless. Yeah, because yeah. when they turned and you saw them, I expected him to come up. There would be some something. Yeah, but no, he's like, yeah, nah, technology's caught up with those. So, yeah. and uh, I liked in that scene how they set up the. Um, the fact that Eggsy uses distraction to uh, do kind of he, a he does it all the, he does it all the time yeah and then when it comes back around to the end and he does when he points off to Arthur oh I was like are yeah. they were they Kingsmen too and they don't show it yeah until later till after it's already done I was like he's swapping he's swapping mm -hmm. them you knew he was doing yeah. it yeah which was great because he knew what Arthur was doing to to plot that out throughout the entire yeah. show and to see it yeah yeah. I just, I, I really love a lot, so much about this movie. Well, and you even get part of, in one quick conversation, and you go back to uh, when Harry first meets Eggsy, and they're sitting in the pub, mm -hmm. and he's trying to finish his Guinness. I know, I, I appreciated that. I knew you would. I yeah. saw, I was like, oh, Guinness. Yep. And I'm like, I'm not a Guinness drinker, but you love Guinness. Yes, I do. And, but he was talking, he was, he was spitting 
Eggsy's background back at him. Yeah. About how he was, he did, had really great scores in his classes in uh, grammar school, elementary school, mm-hmm. whatever, young. And Primary that he school, was, yeah. Yeah. And then even when he was in uh, the military, that he was really high, very high promising. He was doing great. Mm-hmm. But then he quit and went home. And of course, Eggsy defends that with, you know, his mother right. being worried about him, which is fine. But you learn so much about Eggsy in that little that one little scene and you his you background so you know he's he is he was going into the military he was exceptional because they mentioned he had a really high iq because yes. the way they show him up to that point is he's just some like hoodlum right. kid and you see yellow gli- car. you see yeah in the yellow car and we see glimmers of the fact that he's he's a good guy because yes. i loved the way he was with his little sister oh yes and, you know, so you see glimmers of it, but when Harry rattles all that off, you're like, holy crap, he's really smart. Mm-hmm. He's done gymnastics. He was oh, yeah, really forgot great about in school. That. Yeah. Um, you know, he was excelling in the Marines. Uh, so, yeah, you get all that. And I, I thought that was a really good way to lay the foundation because, honestly, if you had tried to sell me some random guy is like yes. 19 years old and he's able to, like, some, parkour over that hoodlum. shit. Oh, the... Oh man, the that scene was where awesome. he's jumping off the side, which you know that had to be a stunt man, but still, I'm like, is he even playing Assassin's Creed? Because I want to. I know, right? Because that's what he was doing. He was just jumping away. I was like, wow. It was really well done, though. It was well done. Yeah, but like conceivably, I could see Eggsy doing that. Yeah, over could, and over knowing again. That, knowing his background. Yeah, yeah. Because I can that see was him his doing housing that. development. His, you yeah, know, that was his estate. That was his home. He knew yeah. where he knew where every single ledge was, yeah. and how far apart they were. So it's not. I was glad that they did that there instead of showing that off in an unfamiliar place. Yeah, because then it would have been like, all right. But it also it shows how his training would have gone so well. Yeah, he he can have a disciplined mind if he chose to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I I was really uh just I, I really liked what they did with Eggsy's character. Um, because they do show him grow a lot. He does. And um, But I can say, and I, oh man, you were with me in the theater when we first watched yes. this. And I was freaking out about the dog thing. I know. I was like the half dogs. covering my face. Because I, listeners, I do not do well with anything having to do with uh, no. doggies dying. No. Um, like fucking Marley and me will have me like <laughs> snot crying mm. down my face. So I don't do well, and I was just like, I was like, please don't kill the dog, please don't kill the dog, please don't kill the dog, please don't kill the dog. He didn't, and kill he didn't, the dog. he didn't, even though it was a blank. But he didn't kill, he didn't kill his little JB, and I was really happy about that, even though you know I, I don't know that I can fault Roxy for what she did. She was, but still, she was following orders. She was, but but I I thought about it and I thought, okay, if this you is, would never have been able to do it. No, I would have been like. I'm out. I'm taking my dog with me. But they made it sound like that was a standard end test because yes. Harry had his story. Um, but then that led me to believe at the very beginning when they've got um, the guy who became Lancelot, who's Jack Davenport, who I also really like. Um, and Who has no blood in his body whatsoever. No, he has no blood in his body. Um, Jack Davenport, who, was, who became Lancelot and then Eggsy's dad... Um, they were out in the field both as recruits with Harry and Merlin. So yes. the final test was not the puppy thing, clearly, because when Eggsy's dad dies, they make him Lancelot. 
they make the other one Lancelot. Yes. So I was kind of confused with how that went down. Maybe things changed over 17 years. Maybe, but I mean, because they they made a point of, of Harry saying that he did he did it yeah. for when he was, you know, recruited. Right. That's what made me just, of course, these are the things I think about. And originally, yeah, originally the script. That is out of sync there. Originally the script called for the dog to die. No. And they changed it because, you know, it's depressing as shit. Movie makers, don't do well, this, that. This was not a serious movie. It wasn't. Which is what I, like, I, when we started, I was saying I expected this to be a more serious, a somewhat movie. serious movie. And yeah. it so was literally walking into the theater. Yeah. And then it opens up with money for nothing. <laughs> and the walls crumbling and bouncing and becoming these, t- I was like, what the fuck are we watching i know it did it three times and you leaned over and i think you were like please don't let it do that again because <laughs> i think they it did it throwing a couple, me yeah. off you were like what the fuck is this this was not the movie i walked in to see yeah and i think the technicolor heads blowing up at the end at the end i was like what that, the was, fuck is that? that was that was <laughs> i honestly i do think that was purely because they didn't sh- want to show blood and shit well, yeah, they they did a lot of no. There was I I know you remember I kept saying over and over, where's the blood? Where's the yeah. blood? There is no way she split him in half, and there is no blood anywhere. Yeah, what on earth is she covering up? There's no blood for her to cover <laughs> up. This is ridiculous. What are we doing? What is what on earth? And it was yeah. And then at the end when they start blowing up the heads and the technic, that was just. <laughs> But it kind of worked. I have no words. It did. By the time we got there. Yeah. Like, if you would have like, started off with that, it would have been too much. But, because I think even looking back with Professor Arnold, when his head blew up, you didn't see it quite to that extent. And a lot of it is because no. you were seeing it from Harry's perspective. Right. But, but you didn't actually see it no. happen. It just kind of right in his yeah. face. Which, yeah. at least he had glasses on and eye protection. That's true. You know, safety first. That's right. Uh, Those damn glasses. And I was glad that he wasn't okay after jumping out the window. Yeah. It I mean, showed yeah. him struggling. I mean, it, well, he was in the hospital. Yeah. That's when he was unconscious for yeah. days, um, which I'm glad that Well, was, I think it was oh, longer okay. than that. It was, was it was, it? yeah, because, I, I mean, they were, they were showing no him timeline. going through the training, so, but yeah. you also saw Harry's hair was really long when he finally woke oh, up. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? So, I mean, there was weeks and or months yeah. he was There's out. There's no sense of time in that. Yeah. But going back to um, Professor Arnold. Yes. Being played by Mark Hamill. Yes. In the comics. He's the big bad, right? The actor, uh, an unknown group of terrorists abduct Mark Hamill, a famous Hollywood actor who is held against his will at a cabin in the mountains in Switzerland. He was the first one kidnapped. Mark Hamill was the first person kidnapped. Oh, that's awesome. But they used Mark Hamill as the actor the actor in the movie and when i realized i was like seriously you did that (laughs) that's awesome i love mark hamill so much and the fact that mark hamill agreed to do it yeah yeah of course how much work has he had lately that poor guy he's played the joker for like 20 fucking years yeah but nobody notices because he's under makeup no well well no i mean he's done the voice joker stuff well doing voice work yeah okay he's done a lot of voice work um, but I was so excited to see him because I think we were in the theaters. Oh, and video like, games. He's done video games too. I think uh, we were in the theaters and I was like, that's Mark Hamill. And you're like, I know. And I was just like really excited about it. Yeah. But the fact that he was who he was Yeah. Uh, in the comics, I thought that was But really Professor cool. Arnold in the comics from what I, because I haven't, I haven't actually read the comics. 
I'm, I have I'm, not either. I'm not a, generally a comics I person. I'll probably, leave that to you. Yeah, I probably but, won't read these. Though. Um, he's the big bad in in the comics. I think from what I read, not okay. not Valentine. I can neither confirm nor deny. But I think it was really cool to see Sam Jackson in a bad guy position, um, and not just a bad guy, but like this awesome entrepreneur genius, like. I mean, when he when he said to the you know to the back of the back of the president's head that we saw, which we know it was Obama. <laughs> um, thanks, Obama. I don't know. Um, but when we when he <laughs> said when he said uh, you know I could have retired straight out of MIT and let the company run yeah. itself. I mean, this man is a fucking genius. He's nuts. Oh, absolutely. But, he is 100% not. But, you know, so I, I, I really like Sam Jackson in this. He eats McDonald's, though. He does. He does. With Which his... gets mentioned a couple of times in this movie. Yeah. You got to wonder about product placement. Yeah. Thank but, you for such a happy, happy meal. meal. <laughs> like, I know no, you did not say that. Harry's so much wittier than I am. I would have been like, the fuck? Oh, my God. That's something I would have thought about two days later. And gone, damn it, that's what I should have said. I should have said that. Yeah. 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 It was Dr. Arnold, by the way. Okay. As the big bad. Google searched that while we were chit-chatting. Okay. But I, so I, I was really happy to see uh, Gazelle, too, because I thought she was awesome. She was competent. She was lethal. Mm-hmm. She was intelligent. And she seemed more like a partner with him than a purely, like, a henchwoman. And I really she appreciated was, that. She was long, almost like his, not his personal bodyguard. Yeah. But she was also like, I mean, giving him input on, you Oh, know, yeah. She was very part. She she gave a lot of input and, like, she knew a lot of the technical side. Yeah. Of what was going on. Like, immediately when he wanted to speed up production on the SIM card, she mm-hmm. knew what the effect that would have. But I just. Yeah. I really, I know we weren't really supposed to like her because she was a bad guy. But I really liked her, and I thought ultimately her downfall wasn't cheesy. It was, she was beating the shit out of him, and the only thing that saved him was that neurotoxin. Oh, yeah. She was going to beat his ass. Oh, yeah, she was really about to totally take him down. Yeah, so I thought I thought that was really um, nice to see. It wasn't, And it wasn't some cheesy... Like something like you'd see in James Bond, where he turns the he turns the bad woman good, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah. Now I was reading on IMDb that Amy Purdy mm-hmm. was originally cast as Gazelle. Mm-hmm. She is a double amputee snowboarder. Oh, that's awesome. She was runner up from Dancing in the Stars, but she dropped out so she wouldn't miss the Olympics. Okay, that's She's a good an, reason to drop Olymp- out. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, I like yeah. that they were going to cast somebody that she actually... Was. She was. Yeah, she was actually cast for wow. it originally. Um, but then because of the, the timing of the Olympics, um, she did completely... She did have to drop out of it. But, so I that mean, would have been great to see. But, I mean, talk about showcasing disabilities. I mean, good mm-hmm. God. She was amazing. Which was never mentioned. No, it was you never... You have no idea what happened to her. Yeah. I know. Well, Which I... kind of bugged me. But I didn't, I, I didn't want a tragic backstory for the villain either. So. I didn't either, but I kind of wanted to know because... I mean, how did she get those legs? I mean, who who decides, you know, rather than just regular prosthetics, I'm going to walk on weapons. Well, it would have been, well, it, what would have been interesting was to see, did she design those? She or, seemed like she had the kind of brain that she could yeah. have designed those herself. Yeah. Like, at what point she got hooked up with Valentine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, she was just fascinating. They're all dead now, so. Yeah, they're, they're super dead. 
but um but yeah I, I just I really I really liked Gazelle I really liked Roxy I, I was very happy with the female um casting in this movie even even Eggsy's mom um while she made horrible horrible life choices she did she uh, played I, them well she played them well I liked the actress um God, her husband was an asshole. He was a good asshole, though. He was. And the parallel scene at the end. Oh my gosh, was and perfect. and I didn't I didn't notice the first couple of times I saw it, but when how many times have you watched this movie? Um, I've seen it twice. <sighs> oh God, well, like okay, I was telling you earlier, what I've been doing is I've been stopping and starting it all week. Okay. So it's been just playing in the background, like at all times this week for me, pretty much as I've been getting ready for work. And, you know, if I've been in my living room, that movie has been on. Um, but I, understand. I didn't notice it until a couple times through. Uh, as soon as Exy not uh, starts uh, locking the doors, the guys behind his stepdad, Dean, they look at each other like, holy shit, because they were there for the first fight. Yes. And they try to tell him, and he shuts him up. He does. And so I loved that so much. Especially Eggsy's, like, shit-eating grin at the end. Like, mm-hmm, you, were you going to fight? Just, I thought that was excellent. That that really was. It was, uh, that just, the I, parallel. I wish it wasn't as exact as it was, but again. Well, I think that's why they didn't. It's not the movie I wanted to see when I walked in. I think that's ultimately why they didn't show the fight at the very end. They just showed the, the lead up to yeah, it. Yeah, that would have been a bit much. Yeah, because it probably would have been the exact same fight. Actually, it probably would have been the other guys running shitless because now they've been through it and they've already knocked out Dean. That's true. So. They did. Um, but something I wanted to get to, to point out as um, any of our Sherlock fan listeners mm-hmm. who uh, noticed that Eggsy does refer to Mark Strong as Mycroft. He does. In the movie, which, from what I understand, is a callback to uh, Mark Strong was in Richie Guy's... Guy Richie. Guy Richie's. <laughs> my brain works faster than my mouth, or vice versa, I'm not sure which. <laughs> But he was in yeah he was he that was, movie he played he Lord was the Blackwood. bad guy yeah and that's where I first noticed Mark Strong really yeah I that was the first time I was like oh this guy's pretty good yeah to me he, he's that actor that I see and I go I know him from somewhere and then two seconds later I forget but yeah in and, Kingsman it just blew me away yeah and he was also in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy with Colin I could not watch Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy really I got in about thirty minutes into that movie yeah and was like fuck this shit I'm out. <laughs> I stayed through it the whole way Well, for Benedict. The first 10 minutes is this montage of Gary Oldman walking around town. And I'm like, I don't even know what this movie's about and I'm already bored. Yeah, it, it was a slow mover. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. I Plus, could not for, do it. For some reason. Like, I tried. And and I hate, I hate to tell you this because it's about the 70s. The aesthetic of the 70s <laughs> hurts me physically hurts me it was awful buildings i lived it it was bad buildings built in the 70s are horrible the clothes are terrible awful so for the most part when stuff is set in the 70s i'm already like great i had bell bottoms bell bottoms i don't mind so much but no, like this the, was the before they became cool again oh the polyester so much it's a polyester nightmare. and the wide do you know how ties? hot that is oh just in the in the leisure suits 
It's terrible. So yeah, I lived it. Tinker, it was bad. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy hurt me to watch. It was, it was such. A, I watched I couldn't, it purely for Benedict. I, I tried for Benedict. I did. I, got I attempted it. it, and it I had everybody it. in it. it. Had Mark Strong. Had yeah. Colin. Yeah. It had um, Gary Oldman, who I love. Yeah. It had Benedict in it. it had yeah. Tom Hardy. Yes. I mean, it had. Everybody was cast. in that movie. Yeah, but we're kind of getting off topic now. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a whole different. Movie. We're not even going to cast about that because no. you I didn't could, finish I watching it. I couldn't. I it tried. was a struggle. It was so bad. I could not. <laughs> hey, I sat through um, parade, parades end. Parades end. Yeah, I can be Ooh. excused. But Kingsman, we're talk. We're here to yes. talk about Kingsman. Yes. I just, I love Kingsman so much. I enjoyed the movie very, very much. It was, it was just damn entertaining. It was. Um, I'm out. I can't think of anything else. What do you want to see in the second one? I, we kind of hit yeah, on it a little I, bit. Well, like I said, I, I would like to see one of the other agents' story. Yeah. Stories. I, I want to see more about the organization itself because I found it really interesting that they make a point of obviously saying that nobody has heard of these guys. Yes. But you've got this group of, like however many 10 10 12 guys running around in suits with killer umbrellas very nicely very nicely Politely. they're very polite um when they kill you um you know doing all these spy missions without a government attached well, to them how does never how has nobody ever heard of them i don't know but arthur does make a point at near the end he explains to eggsy that they have notified the proper authorities well that was bullshit though was it? Yeah, because they didn't... But it sounded good. I did sound good, but he, he wasn't going to tell anybody about Valentine's plan because he was in on it. I guess not. It sounded good at the time, but when you watch it, did it sound really later, good. And I that, was sitting there going, it, that's bullshit. Well, and it made sense that that's something that they would do because they yeah. are... They are they're a privatized secret service. They right. are not loyal to any one country or right. political group or anything. They are self-contained and yeah. self-supporting. Where do they get their money from, though? I mean, I know there's the suits, but, boy, a clothing line can only get you so far. Well, and they mentioned that, that a lot of the um, their founders were left without heirs. And so yeah. a, a large amount of money went into the organization. But money runs out. Yeah, they had to perpetuate that with something. Yeah, they got to be involved. In Merlin's, some... like, got their portfolio all set up or something. Oh, they got to have own patents on <laughs> something oh, somewhere. Oh, that's true. Because that compound, dude, that compound was huge oh, and beautiful. It was gorgeous. And that underground tube. That was not cheap. That was not cheap. That little pill. All I can think of is like a pill. <laughs> the Hogwarts train, man. Man, Hogwarts could seriously have used that, right? Seriously, go underground. Oh, man. Yeah, I. but as, as for a next film, that's what I would like to see. I, I have one really big um, hope that is probably completely ridiculous, but okay. I don't care. It's Tom Hiddleston in oh, the Kingsman God. suit. <laughs> And those fucking glasses. Seen. See, he could have been one of the other agents. Oh my god! Oh, I would love that. I would. Pro that would probably kill me. That would probably kill me it right would, there in the it theater. It would kill you. It would give me a heart attack. And it would be okay. And I'd be, be right there with some paddles to revive you. It would be you. a It'd good be death. Right. It'd be a beautiful death. <laughs> it would be a beautiful death. <laughs> that's a different movie too, isn't it? Something that sounds familiar. I can't remember. Oh no, that's from Three Hundred. Oh yeah, the beautiful death. The beautiful death. The yeah. Spartans. Beautiful death. Yeah. Because I started, uh, that's an, I'm not going to go off in another movie now. That's something worth doing at some point, though. Yeah. But, yeah. So, anything else before we uh, close this down? I will think of 500 things 
tomorrow. Awesome. But right now, I can't think of a single thing. Um, I do have one more thing of housekeeping. Okay. To uh, tell our listeners, um, we really want to hear from you guys. Um, you know, not necessarily about this movie because you know we're about to finish the cast on it. Um, unless you really want to send us feedback on it, and then go for it. Um, but if you know you have any movies that you'd like us to cast um we'll definitely consider it uh shoot us an email at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com or you can message us on tumblr we're at randomtpodcasts um on tumblr and we're at randomtcasts on twitter and just you know anything if you um if you just want to talk to us about kingsman or if you like i said if you'd like us to cast another movie um any suggestions we're we're open for it um, and, you know, if you don't want to remember all those, you know, ats and whatnots, uh, just remember randomtpodcast.com that has all our pertinent stuff. And, um, you know, please, if, if you can, uh, give us feedback, give us a rating on any of the sites you're listening to us on, be it iTunes or Stitcher or Pocket Cast or whatever it is, we would, we would really, really appreciate it. And, uh, when you check out our website, make sure you go and look at all the other podcasts that we're running too. All right. Anything else? I think that's it. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.